Dateline, May 8th, 2011. Well, good day, folks, and welcome back to the Australia Desk for episode 146 of the Airplane Geek Show. I'm Steve Vischer. With me is Grant McCarran. Uh, Grant, um, you been up to much this week, mate? Oh, not a huge amount, mate. Not a huge amount. Uh, took a balloon out to the coast of Warrnambool and uh, flew it over the city as part of a big sponsorship thing we're doing, and uh, that was fun. Yeah, not but, much else going on this week. Was yeah. there something, anything going on in the airline world this week? You know, I think didn't Virgin Who finally settle the deal. You're spot on, my friend. I think that's about the, the major news we should cover airline-wise, at least this week. Uh, we have a new airline of sorts in this country. Well, it's the same airline. It's just different name. Oh, uh, let Vir- me have my moment of fun. Oh, okay, okay. So Virgin Blue has decided to change its name to Virgin Australia thanks to some very serious negotiations between Branson and Singapore Airlines who were blocking the use of Virgin on any other international airline, thus V Australia, and Pacific Blue. So it looks like Virgin Blue definitely now and later V Australia and then Pacific Blue will all rebrand under Virgin Australia. Now, I, I sort of said during the week on Twitter that we should have put I should have put money on that, but uh, just having a bit of a rethink, I actually had my money on Virgin Pacific. I wonder why they didn't go with that, considering predominantly that's what they'll be doing. You've got Virgin Atlantic, but then you've got Virgin America, and then you've got Virgin Australia. So if you go with Virgin Pacific, well, you know, that's, I don't know, I think that's probably limiting it. Who knows, buddy? Anyway, but um, I'll tell you what the interesting thing that's struck me as the aircraft, uh, as the new livery was uh, slowly revealed this week through the media and through the new media sphere. It looks remarkably similar to Qantas, doesn't it? Red, white. Yes. Well, you've got the silver lowercase writing of uh, Virgin Australia at the front of the aircraft. You have the red band around the engines and then you have the word Virgin up the tail, uh, similar to the Virgin Atlantic style, I believe. That's led to a lot of people calling it Virgin Bland. Interesting they're saying that. It does look perhaps a little bland on the outside, but, you know, let's face it, it's really what's on the inside of the aircraft that counts. And uh, just having a look through the uh, some of the pictures they've shown of the A330 that's been remodelled uh, and, of course, the uh, 737 that's been redone, uh, all leather interior, new ambient lighting as per the uh, 787 theme that we see coming online with a lot of Boeing products these days. The other thing too is, Grant, that uh, the cabin staff have all got new uniforms to wear. So it's been a total rebranding all around of uh, Virgin here in Australia. And, uh, you know, I think it's a bit unfair at this early stage to call them Virgin Bland. Let's see how the, uh, how the new product uh, stacks up. Yeah, no, it's going to be great to watch it put itself together. They are firmly establishing themselves into the middle area, uh, something Virgin Blue was accused of occupying by default. Well, they're pushing through. They're going to get some people from business class, uh, then use that business class for extra margin to uh, help fund a total quality approach to business economy and discount economy. So, yeah, let's see how they go. As we said uh, in in, uh, recent weeks too, there was a, uh, a news of a big push at Virgin to go after the business market. Now, currently, according to some stats we've seen, Qantas currently carries about 90% of that market here in Australia and Virgin makes up about the other 10%. So John Borghetti, their CEO, is saying they want to up that to somewhere in the realm of about 25% of the business market. Uh, now, of course, uh, they're going to be running these A330s from the east coast uh, across to Perth. And interestingly, Grant, uh, Qantas has moved to counter that by uh, putting extra capacity on their routes and uh, they've started running 747s across to Perth from the east coast. Well, here's what Richard Branson had to say about that this week on CNBC. Look, of course Qantas will c- compete. Um, they'll use... You know, every method they can to compete, uh, putting a 747 on 
Uh, Perth is, uh, you know, it, it, they lost a fortune when they had a 747 on Perth before. So, uh, you know, I, d- I doubt they'll keep it on, you know, for, for, for that much time. Um, but, um, you know, we just got to be better than them and we will be better than them. That's a big call by Richard Branson. I would make the point, though, that the last time they were operating 747s on that route, that was probably what, Grant, about 10 years ago when ANSET went down. And that was done out of necessity because of all of a sudden, uh, you know, 50% of the capacity across that route was lost when ANSET died. So, you know, those were different times and um, things have changed a lot since then. Well, that was also post 9-11 when they had these 747s that weren't able to fly internationally. And then when uh, the routes did open up again, they were pretty low in terms of passenger numbers because everyone was scared to fly. So they had these 747s that weren't really being used to do much. So they took their 74s and 76s off the international, pumped them into the domestic, and uh, away they went. Now, that was the big thing for Qantas when ANSET went under. They were able to pick up the extra capacity. And in my experience, in, uh, you know, having travelled across to Perth a couple of times in the last couple of years, I mean, those flights are very, very full uh, going, you know, it doesn't seem to matter which airline you fly on. Um, you know, those flights are quite full. And, of course, across in the west there where the uh, the big mining boom is going on at the moment, I mean, you know, that, that probably makes sense that there there are a lot of extra people coming in for instance in the railways uh, the way some of the drivers there they're earning such good money up there driving the uh, the, the iron ore trains around the west they can afford to uh, basically work up there for two weeks and fly back to their family on the east coast and there's a lot of that sort of stuff going on so uh, adding extra capacity to that route whether or not Virgin had chosen to go the way they've gone uh, is going to be a welcome move. Indeed and if it helps bring down the prices of getting from uh, one side of the country to the other which is a five or six hour flight equivalent of going from uh, Boston across to San Francisco Francisco, then uh, more capacity, more demand, lower fares, that's got to be a good thing. Yeah, now uh, the, another interesting thing that uh, Richard Branson uh, talked about while he was over here, Grant, was how pleased he was with the appointment of John Borghetti to the uh, to the top job there at Virgin. Well, I've got to stop saying Virgin Blue, Grant, Virgin Australia now. And, and of Virgin course, uh, yeah, Oh, sorry. Absolutely, and uh, you know, he's making uh, made the point there that some of the moves that uh, Virgin is making now, if they'd made them back in the time when Borghetti was working at Qantas, he would have been uh, quite unimpressed uh, looking at what's going on. But now that he's working for Virgin, he's very pleased that he's brought that experience across. Yeah, well, this is his chance to show how he could have done things at Qantas if he had been given the gig. But uh, I bet you Tiger wished they had a few more people who could uh, push things pretty well because they're suffering at the moment. They're trying to recruit new oversight staff in areas of quality control, logistics, maintenance control, safety and operations staff to perform the functions previously handled in Singapore. Well, that's a very positive thing, Grant. And you've heard me bag Tiger Airways mercilessly over the time we've been doing this uh, because of the failings that they have in that customer service department primarily so I actually think that's a good thing there's a quote here from Crawford Ricks their CEO saying that our new uh, customer online support portal will be a vast improvement for customers as they can now submit their inquiries using the Tiger Airways website rather than sending a letter or a fax well absolutely and nice to see they're actually moving into at least the 20th century now when it comes to uh, customer service grant a fax well well, don't forget mate it's easier to uh, redirect a mailing address to the dev null aka the garbage bin rather than having to take all those faxes that come in and delete them as well. Oh, sorry, was that me being nasty? Actually, Grant, you know, actually, I should now resubmit the uh, complaint that I made back in November 2009. Never hold back with a Dutchman with a grudge. (laughs) Absolutely. (laughs) But hey, no, it is good. Look, it is good. Tiger are are trying to get those quality control operations in-house. They have to because of the show cause notice they got given by CASA. And uh, they really want to make this happen because until they've addressed everything in the show cause notice, they're not going to be able to add additional air aircraft to their uh, air operators charter and in fact the recently delivered Airbus A320 is currently not able to be used. Oops. Anyway mate uh, was there any other interesting stuff that happened this week? Oh, I don't know. Oh, I had a pretty quiet was, week. I think that was it. I think that was it. That was the, the big stuff really. Hey what's that sound? 
sound. Oh, hey. Oh, that jogs the memory. Hey, have a listen to that sound. Hey. hey. Wow, that Let's sounds like an L39 oh, leading Steve, you Russian training jet. <laughs> Steve, you promised you weren't going to rub it in anymore. Woohoo, I promised, but I lied. Yes, folks, I went for a ride in a fighter jet this week. Wow, what an experience. No, Visha, just because you got a ride in a jet and I'm still... I, mate, I, I pulled eight Gs. I did sustained eight Gs. You haven't beaten that. Just because you got a jet, don't... No, Steve, don't hit play. Steve, I should change my name to Steve Tupper. I think that's already been done, though. Let's have a listen. Don't... Oh! Traffic in the Oscar Tango is rolling. Good speed. Here we go. All right. Good speed. Good speed. Good speed. That's amazing. Okay, so the first thing we do, we go for height. We're above 3,000. It's a nice general roll, just a quick little set. Wow. We get you another one up to the right. Big barrel roll, up we go. Pull that 2G there. Ooh. Okay, we'll do a G turn. What a G turn does, warms you up to the idea of a bit of a G force, okay? Okay. I tell you what, I feel I, I do feel a bit Steve Tupper-like now. In fact, I did take some... Grant, are you there? Grant? Grant? Hello, Grant? Is this thing on? Where are you, Grant? Here you, hippie. I'm out of here. Come on, buddy. Who's going to play Goose in the movie? Goose? Goose? You're making it bloody worse, Visha. Oh, come on, buddy. Come back. You can have the next ride. No, it's too late for that, Visha. Oh, dear. Well, folks, hopefully we'll be back next week. Until then, I'm Steve Visha. That was Grant McCarran. Cheers, folks. Woo! Just as dead. <laughs>